I'm Mr. Mark here. And today we're going to be finishing up our first uh, Magic Treehouse book that we're going to be reading for BHC Storytime. This is Tonight on the Titanic. Ooh, can't yes. wait to see what happens next. So, yeah, so last we heard, they were running around trying to save people in the third class cabins, and Teddy the dog found a little boy. So, I guess we're going to jump in and find out who this little boy is and see if maybe Jack and Andy can help save him. All right. All right, here we go. Chapter 5, William and Lucy. The boy wore a nightshirt. He had red hair and freckles. He looked about four years old. He rubbed his eyes sleepily. Then he saw Teddy. Puppy, he said with a huge smile. He threw his arms around the little dog's neck. Teddy licked his face. Come back to bed, William, a voice called from inside the room. Come out, Annie shouted. It's an emergency. A moment later, the door opened wider. A girl in a long white nightgown peeked out. She had red hair and freckles, too. She was tall and thin. She looked to be about 12 or 13 years old. Hello, she said. She put an arm around the little boy. I'm Lucy O'Malley. This is my brother, William. I'm Annie, said Annie, and this is my brother, Jack. Get your parents and tell them to come with us, said Jack. Lucy looked confused. Our parents aren't here. They're in New York, she said. We're on our way to see them. Listen, the Titanic was hit with an iceberg, said Annie. We're taking you to a lifeboat. What do you mean, said Lucy. The ship's sinking, said Annie. Look! She pointed to the hall where the, there was water building up. Oh no, cried Lucy. Don't be afraid, said Jack. Just get your coats and your life belts. We don't have much time. Please hurry. Lucy nodded. Then she went back inside the room and came out with their things. Lucy pulled out her coat and her life belt. Annie helped William put his on. Let's go, said Jack. Wait, can Teddy fit in your knapsack, said Annie. Try, said Jack. Annie slipped the little dog into the leather knapsack on Jack's back. Only Teddy's front paws and head stuck out. I know this is a serious story, but that's kind of a cute image to see this little dog. I know. <laughs> Aw, so Teddy. All right, stay there, honey, said Annie. She kissed Teddy on the nose. Jack didn't feel any extra weight in his knapsack. The little dog felt as light as air. Wait, I forgot something, said Lucy. We don't have time, started Jack. But Lucy rushed back into the room. Please hurry, shouted Annie. When Lucy came out, Jack saw her slip something into her coat pocket. Then she grabbed William's hand. Ready, said Jack. Suddenly he felt freezing water brush against his shoes. He looked down. The green sea water was slowly moving down the hall. Barked Teddy from Jack's pack. Run, cried Annie. Chapter six, women and children first. Annie led everyone down the hall to the stairs, away from the cold seawater. As she and Lucy helped William up the stairs, Jack and Teddy followed. Halfway up the staircase, Teddy let out a yelp. Jack looked back. The water was creeping up the stairs, step by step. Come on, Jack, Annie shouted. Jack ran up the rest of the stairs. He and Annie led William and Lucy through the smoky room. The men were still playing cards. To the lifeboats, Annie yelled at the car players. Right now, you have to hurry. The men smiled at her again. Little girl, said one with a laugh. Even if this ship does sink, it will take all night. There's plenty of time for everyone on board to be rescued. Mm. Indeed, many ships are on their way right now, another man said with a soothing voice. There's nothing to worry about. Not true, said Annie. Lucy turned to Jack. This doesn't sound so bad after all, she said. It is bad, please trust me, said Jack. We have to keep going. They went outside. The crowd on the third crowd class deck had grown. Many wore life belts. 
but no one here seemed very worried yet. Jack and Annie pulled Lucy and William along. They hurried through the crowd and through the first-class hall. They came to the end and trooped up the grand staircase. On the top deck, the Titanic was as bright as a Christmas tree. A band played lively music. With a hiss and a rush of light, a rocket streamed through the sky. It laid a loud boom sound, then it burst into many-colored sparkles. Shivering in the cold, William laughed and he clapped. Fireworks, he said. Lucy and Jack smiled. This is a trick, isn't it? You brought us to a party, Lucy said. <laughs> no, it isn't, said Jack. Don't you remember the water downstairs? Lucy's smile faded. Women and children first, someone shouted. That's you, said Annie. Come on, go, go, go. She pulled Lucy and William toward a lifeboat. Chapter seven, the gift. The lifeboat was waiting to go down. It looked tiny as it swung on tables at the side of the big ship. The water below looked black. Get in, get in, a uniformed man shouted. No, no, said William. He hid his face against Lucy's coat. Lucy was shaking her head. I'd rather stay here, she said to Jack and Annie. Jack understood. The brightly lit Titanic seemed so solid and safe compared to the little lifeboat. You can't stay here, said Annie. The Titanic is going to sink soon. Very soon, said Jack. Lucy kept shaking her head. Jack saw the tears in her eyes. Lucy, please, we're telling you the truth, said Jack. You and William are in really big danger. You have to be brave right now, said Annie, for his sake, for William. Lucy straightened up and tried to smile. All right, I will. This way, a man called. Women and children, this way, you four, let's go. He pointed at them. Get in, said Jack. He gently pushed Lucy and William forward. Goodbye, Lucy, said Annie. Goodbye, William. Lucy looked surprised. You're not coming, she said. No, we're going home another way, she said Annie. <laughs> oh dear, said Lucy, I hope you'll be safe. We will, don't worry, said Jack. Wait, said Lucy. She reached into her coat pocket and pulled out a silver watch on a chain. This is a gift for both of you, she said. It's our father's watch. We carried it on the voyage for good luck. I have a feeling the two of you are going to be good luck tonight, just like you were good luck for us. Jack looked at the watch as Lucy put it around Annie's neck. The time on the watch was 1.50. There was only 30 minutes left. Hurry, hurry, he said. Jack and Annie watched as a big man picked Lucy up and swung her into the little boat. Then he picked William up and put him in Lucy's lap. Bye, cried Annie. She stepped forward to blow a kiss. Just then, the man picked Annie up. No, shouted Annie. Into the lifeboat, my dear, the man said. They tossed Annie into a lifeboat. No, no, cried Jack. Then the man reached for him, too. Jack jumped away just in time. Annie, he said, get out. Annie tried to climb out of the lifeboat. Let me out, she said. Arf, arf. Teddy barked from Jack's shoulder. He was also very concerned. The lifeboat jerked. It started creaking toward the dark, cold sea. Come back, said Jack. But there was nothing he could do as Annie disappeared from sight. Oh, Chapter man. 8. Every man for himself. Annie, cried Jack. Let me out, he heard Annie shout, but the lifeboat just kept going down into the ocean. Wait for me, came a loud voice. Wait for me. A woman with a fur coat appeared at the railing. She nearly threw herself over the side of the ship. Stop, a man said in a uniform. Bring the boat back up for Lady Blackwell. Slowly, the lifeboat was brought back up. Jack pushed his way forward. The lifeboat came even with the ship. Jack reached out to grab Annie. She grabbed his hands and he pulled her onto the sinking ship. 
Room for one more, Annie shouted to Lady Blackwell. Then she and Jack took off before anyone could catch them. They ran up the slanting deck. Annie stopped and peered over the railing. Jack looked too. They saw Lucy and William's little lifeboat creaking down toward the Atlantic Ocean. It reached the glassy black water, then it floated off into the darkness. Annie waved. Bye, William. Bye, Lucy, she shouted. Thank you for your gift. She held up the watch that hung from her neck, and she and Jack looked at it. The time was 2.05. Jack, we only have 15 minutes left, she said. We have to get back to the treehouse right now, said Jack. Let's climb up the stairs to the smokestacks. Suddenly, the front of the ship dipped down into the sea. Deck chairs started to slide past Jack and Annie. The band played a slow, calm song. It sounded like a church hymn, but the crowd started to panic. People pushed and shouted, trying to get to a safer part of the ship. It's every man for himself, the captain shouted to all his crew. The men all stopped what they were doing and ran up the deck. Jack and Annie ran too. They dodged sliding tables and chairs. They reached up the stairs that led to the smokestacks. They grabbed the railing and pulled themselves up the steps. The ship tilted further. Get to those smokestacks, Annie, climb, he yelled. They slipped and crawled down the deck. But when they got to the smokestacks, Jack and Annie looked around wildly. The magic tree house was gone. Oh, man. Chapter nine, time how stops. Gonna, how they're gonna escape now? I don't know, I'm scared. <laughs> Where is it? Shouted Annie, in front of the Titanic sank deeper into the sea. Jack and Annie fell forward. They grabbed the railings and held on for their lives. Maybe the treehouse fell into the ocean, shouted Jack. A great roar started coming from the ship. Jack imagined everything crashing forward, all the furniture, dishes, bicycles, the grand clock, and the staircase. He looked down. A giant wave of water rolled over the lower deck. Jack imagined water flooding the third-class corridor, the card room, the grand staircase. He closed his eyes, waiting to just be washed away. The barking came from a distance. Oh. Teddy, cried Annie. Jack had forgotten all about the little dog. Holding onto the railing, he used one hand to pull off his knapsack. Teddy wasn't there. There was more frantic barking. Where's Teddy, cried Jack. He's calling for us, shouted Annie. We can't look for him. We'll fall off the ship. Teddy barked and he barked and he barked. He's close by though, said Annie. She held onto the railing and moved slowly toward the steep deck. Annie, cried Jack, suddenly, the lights on the Titanic went out. The world went pitch black. Jack couldn't see Annie at all. Annie, he shouted. He tried to move down the deck too, but the ship tilted again and he slipped and fell. He rolled until he crashed into a smokestack. Jack, she cried, here, come here, Teddy barked. The bark of the Titanic was rising out of the ocean. The front of the ship was going down. Jack tried to go around the smokestack without falling. In the dark, he could barely see the treehouse. It was stuck between a smokestack and the railing, and it was lying on its side. Annie and Teddy were looking out the window. Teddy's barking, let me here, cried Annie. Hurry, Jack, let's go. Jack crawled around the smokestack. He held out his hand, and Annie grabbed it and yanked. She pulled him into the treehouse. Teddy licked his face. I wish we could go home, shouted Annie, pointing at the Pennsylvania book. Jack heard a loud crack. The wind started to blow. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10. A touch of magic. Oh man, whispered Jack. He was lying on the floor of the treehouse. 
He was wearing his pajamas and rain poncho again. Are you okay? Annie asked. Yeah. You? said Jack. My heart's beating really fast, said Annie. Mine too, said Jack. He thought of the Titanic sinking into the cold black sea, his eyes filled with tears. It was terrible, he said. Annie nodded. Jack could see the tears on her cheeks. Teddy licked Jack's face. Hey, said Jack, how did you get out of my knapsack? Teddy whined. Jack and Annie stroked his furry black head and ears. I think he has a touch of magic, said mm -hmm. Annie. Slowly, Jack sat up. He saved our lives, he said. And now we have the first gift to break the spell he's under, said Annie. She turned on her flashlight. She shined it on the silver locket that hung from her neck. Lucy's gift, she said. The watch had stopped. The hands were at 12, 2.20. Jack was silent. Then he sighed. That's exactly when the ship went down, he said. Annie looked at him. I guess that's when time stopped for the Titanic, she said. He nodded. Annie put the pocket watch on top of Morgan's note. A gift from a ship lost at sea, she repeated softly. They both were quiet. Then Jack took off his glasses and wiped the tears from his eyes. Annie stood up and she took a deep breath. I'm ready to go home, she said. Let's put Teddy in your pack and take him home with us. She shined her flashlight around the treehouse. Teddy, she said. There was no sign of the little dog. He's not here, said Annie. What are you talking about, said Jack. We were, we were just petting him. He's up to his magic tricks again, said Annie. She sighed, we'll have to go home without him. But what happened to him, said Jack. I don't know, said Annie, but I have a feeling that we're gonna see him again soon. She started down the rope ladder. Jack looked around the treehouse one last time. Teddy, he said, but the treehouse was quiet. Jack pulled on his backpack and climbed down the rope ladder. Annie was waiting for him. Without a word, Jack took her hand. The rain had stopped, but water was still dripping from the trees. Stars glittered overhead in the clear sky. Silently, Jack and Annie left the Frog Creek woods. They walked up the dark street to their house and climbed the steps to their porch. Before they went inside, they looked out again at the night. Time might have stopped for the Titanic, Jack said, but books and memories keep the Titanic alive, don't they? It's a true story, but it's also like a myth now. Yeah, agreed Annie, and every time the story's told, we wish it had a different ending. Jack nodded. That was exactly how he felt. Staring at the starry sky, he shuddered at the memory of a sinking ship. He knew that he and Annie were lucky. They had come home. Good night, Titanic, he said softly. Goodbye. Then he and Annie slipped quietly into their house where it was cozy and dry and very safe. Whew. Wow. That was a heavy one, huh? That definitely is. I'm, I really, I'm, we're probably going to have to find the next book so we can find, figure I out know, what I happened to I know, I want to know what happened. Yeah, where did Teddy go? <laughs> I think that's so cool that they were able to save, you know, a brother and sister because, you know, they're a brother and sister. Yeah, So I think that it was, was definitely really special cool. that, you know, I know it's unfortunate they couldn't save everyone, but they did save two people. Yeah. And that means And that was the first two people they met on the boat, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was really cool. It that was a really, really interesting book. I really liked it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I hope you guys liked it too. Um, let us know, but we'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye. guys.